preceding announcement is paid for by two best friends. Where is producer Declan? Dude, it's like 11 o'clock in the morning. He should have been here two hours ago. Man, listen. This is what happens when you hire a millennial to produce a world-class podcast like the two best friends. I mean, this is ridiculous. Dude, I had to turn my own mic on this morning. Dude, I was sitting here plugging in all my inputs, you know, testing our mics, making sure everything's synced up. What the heck are we paying this stupid millennial for? Listen, man, maybe if I told him his brain was an app, he'd use it. I swear, man, if he'd get off Snapchat every now and then, maybe he'd realize he needs to show up to work on time. Hi, Mr. J. Hi, Mr. Johnny. What's going on today? Oh, so now you want to show up? Where were you? Were you having brunch? Is that what you kids do now? Dude, work starts at 9. It's 11.45. Do you think you have flex time? This isn't a flexible work environment. If we tell you you need to be here at 9... You need to be here at 9. Johnny, Johnny, dude, I think you got to talk to these kids a certain way. Like, hey, hey, Declan, do, do we need to give you squad goals? Do we all need to get together and have squad goals for you to show up and come to work? Dude, you don't make the hours here. This is an up-and-coming podcast. We need you. You're producing this show. Well, hold on, hold on. Declan, what's wrong? Are, are you away from your safe space? Have... We didn't invade your safe space, did we? Oh, no. Oh, wait a second. I know, d- dude, this is this is the middle of summer. It, is that a snowflake falling outside the window? Oh, gosh. <sighs> Declan, Declan, Declan. Listen, man. Listen. I know you took out a bunch of student loans to get your degree. Um, by the way, philosophy is not a degree. Uh... You need a job. You need a job that's going to pay your bills. Hey, hey, listen, Deck. I got an idea. Here's a philosophy. Why don't you show up to work on time? Oh, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's all those participation awards you got, wasn't it? Jay, it was all those participation awards. He got a bunch of participation yeah, I, I awards. I bet he did. I bet he did. And, and you know what? I think Micah Tyler said it best. All together now. <laughs> You're right. M I L L E N N I A L. Got a lot of millennials. M I L L E N N I A Got a love of millennials. She posts lots of selfies on Instagram with the quote that's inspiration. Inspirational. Change the world while wearing yoga. Hands on with her dreams and knowledge. Essential Got a love millennials. M-I-L-L-E-N-N-I-A-L Gotta love millennials 27 years old Trying to make it all That's a good idea Get a job Move out of your house Maybe stop by leaving your parents home But maybe we're just wrong Goodness, I hope we're not wrong Criticism isn't easy for their ears they Heard that. Feel like they know 
lost everything. See, they grew up with undeserved. Boy, was it more undeserved. They got trophies just for participating. M I L L got a millennium. M I L L E N N I A. Oh, God, God I love millennials. Refuse to do it. In a couple of years, they will be in charge, and one will be our president. Oh, hell no. This better not happen. M I L L E N. And I am God of millennials. M I L L E N N I A. Help! Please pray for millennials. Especially this one. Well, Declan, my boy, my boy. You know that man bun that you've got that you're working on right there? And whatever that thing you've got over it, covering it up, I don't know, dude. It's summertime. You shouldn't be wearing those things when it's 100 degrees outside. Declan, you're going to have a lot of time today to be able to work on your man bun. Work on your man bun? Work on your catch up on your sleep? You want to know why? I'll tell you why. I think Vince McMahon said it best. It's time for the Knowledge Nugget. It's me, it's Jay, the holder of your Knowledge Nugget today. We are talking about physical fitness and physical well-being. Oh, man. Dude, I gotta hear this. Oh, it's going to be a good one. Now, let me first start off by saying that I am a member of CrossFit. That's A lot of people do that these days. I am one of many. And I hit the gym two to three times a week. And every time I go, I feel good. I, I feel that rush of endorphins. One of the things a lot of people don't think about when they go to the gym is what happens after you leave the gym and what happens before you get to the gym. It's all about what you eat. It's fuel. It's like when you drive a car. You know, you got to fuel it. Do you work out? Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't get in the gym as often as I'd like to. But, yeah, I do get in there probably at least twice a week. Awesome, awesome. Uh, do you feel like you eat well? Uh, yeah, you know, it, it used to be, uh, I, you know, sometimes I have my uh, upswings and downswings, but, uh, you know, I think I've gotten a lot better about uh, eating not just better foods, but uh, at the correct times of day. One of the biggest problems I have is keeping my diet conducive to working out. I mean, eating at home, meal planning, you know, going out and, and getting healthy lunches, you know, during busy times. That's the toughest part to me, man, by far. Yeah, you know, I, especially with a busy schedule, uh, it gets hard to, you know, be able to cook every day, uh, sometimes even in regular intervals. Um, I know one of the things that we like to do is we, we like to cook at home throughout the week. Sometimes we'll cook a lot of meals one day. That'll last us through the rest of the week. And, you know, we'll uh, probably go out to eat on the weekends. Let me ask you something, man. Do you, do you guys ever eat out during the week? No, not really. Uh, like I said, we usually cook at home and uh like i said we'll cook a lot one day for the whole week and we'll try and we try and make that last four or five days 
and usually, you know, I mean, we it's healthy foods. It's chicken. Um, we do uh, fresh fruit, bananas, strawberries, uh, almond milk, things like that, uh, vegetables. Um, you know, uh, like I said, just try it healthy. Hmm. And, and, and you don't eat out. Uh, what the – Johnny, what the when, – when did we have our show prep meeting this week? Uh, this week? Uh, I believe it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, it was Wednesday night. It was Wednesday night because I remember I called you. We were going over the show. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, just like any other uh, show prep that we do, uh, we went over what we're going to do in, um, in each segment and prep the show. And, you know, that's, the, you know, just like any other ones. Yeah. Um, you know, I recorded that call. Wait, what? I recorded that call. And I think no. one of the last things Declan did no, no. Uh, before he left no, 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 was, no, let me no. check. No, no, Jay. Oh, Jay. Yes, yeah, he Jay. Actually, he actually queued that up. No, Jay. Uh, Jay. Let's, uh, let's play that call. Let's Jay. play the call. Play it. Jay. Play it. Yeah, so I guess uh, segments uh, two, three, and four we could probably get done. I mean, if you, I mean, do you want to start start at nine o'clock? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think nine o'clock would probably be good, and we can, uh, you know, we can make that happen. Yeah, make sure you bring your show log this week, man, because I think I think it's good to keep those notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. gotcha, man, gotcha. Sounds good. Hey, hey, man, hey, hold on just a second. Yeah, man. Food is this guy ordering? Uh, let me get the double stack, the large with the Dr. Pepper. Uh, can I get the crispy chicken sandwich meal? Oh my Thank god! Too large. Seven Frosties? Oh my god. Done yet? Yeah, yeah, I think that's it. Dude, how much food are you ordering? Around for your total. 
Hey, sorry about that, man. Um, had to had to place a pretty big order. Had to place. Dude, was all that food for you? Okay, we're we're back. <laughs> really, dude? Really? Yeah, so oh, I only eat out on the weekends. Dude, that was Wednesday night. Seven frosties. Dude, I, I mean it was for my family. It wasn't just for me. It, dude, that was for you. Your wife was out of town Wednesday night, man. You told me that. I did tell you that. I mean, dude, dude, you're so fat. When you sit on your iPhone, it becomes an iPad. I mean, come on, dude, dude, come on. I, I'm an emotional eater. An emotional eater, dude. How many emotions do you have? I mean, dude, I think you you ordered four baconators. I mean, seriously, man. No, it wasn't four baconators. It was one baconator. It was four, four for fours. <laughs> That's like 16 things. I mean, bro, you're so fat, Dora can't even explore you. I mean, come on. You know, this segment's about knowledge, man. I'm trying to give you knowledge. And maybe this is what it came to, man. Exposing you. Taking a private phone call and exposing you, man. I mean, come on. I mean, I mean, seriously, man, dude, you were so fat, man. You walked in front of my TV, uh, you know, this this summer when you're at my house, and I missed the entire baseball season. Are you done, Jay? No, no, I'm not done. Because when a vampire sucks your blood, they get diabetes. Gosh. Jay, okay, okay. Look, I I slipped up once, okay? I slipped up. Yeah. I slipped up. Yeah, you slipped up. Yeah, because when you step on the scale, I see my phone number. That's how much you slipped up. Yeah, and don't fall on me when you slip, too. I, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Listen, man, I've been meaning to do this for a while. I came up with this segment. This is really an intervention, man. It's an intervention. I wanted you to hear that tape. I mean, I know you always wanted to be on TV, but, you know, my 600-pound life probably isn't what you were expecting. I mean, after listening to that tape of myself, I mean, I mean, I'm just really hungry right now. Johnny, this very week marks, I think, the seventh anniversary since we went to Vegas. Wow, dude. Has it already been seven years? Seven years. Um, I know that because it was during the All-Star break uh, that year that we went. Uh, And a lot of people who have been listening to the Two Best Friends podcast know about our Vegas stories, or at least the, the story we told on episode one. Yeah, yeah. Man, that was a crazy story. But at the end of last week's episode, I mentioned that there's a story uh, about Vegas, about what showed up. <laughs> yeah. What showed up on our hotel bill? Oh boy, this is a good one. 
Yeah. Sh- should I? Uh, should I tell the, the fine audience uh, about this? I mean, I don't know. It's it's, it's a story that I, I don't think you've told too many people yourself in your personal life, have you? No, actually, I don't even know that uh, my spouse knows this one. Right. Well, if she's listening, and uh, I'm sure she's subscribed, uh, she's going to find out today. Well, I guess it is what it is, man. Let's uh, let's get to it. Yeah, um, so this actually picks up right after our first story uh, with the big doo-doo stain on the back of my suit. So what we're going to do is we're actually going to pick it up from there. So the suit's ready to go. Uh, If you didn't hear episode one, please go check it out. Um, But uh, the suit is clean, and so we're going to go take shots. Uh, Right. There's only one way to do that, and that's with Patron. <laughs> that's right. I mean, getting the getting your suit ready and figuring out that fiasco was uh, was stressful, so it's like, hey, come on, man, let's relax. We're about to go on this club crawl. We went on one the year before. We had so much fun. We just wanted to, to at least have as much fun, if not more. So we, uh, yeah, so we whip out the Patron and uh, start pouring shots. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I think, know I had at least two shots before I left. Yeah, I probably had at least that much, at least that much. And uh, you know, we said, you know, listen, listen, this is the highlight of these trips. I mean, we go out there for a week at a time, we go golfing, but the highlight of the of the trip is really that this club crawl. So we were we were jacked, and so <laughs> so we uh, we take the shots. We're loosened up. Ready to go out. So we open up the door, shut it outside of the hotel room, and we are headed to the elevator. And you know what, man? I remember walking down this hallway. It's, 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 it was at, the, I think, the Bally's in Las Vegas, right there in the middle of the strip. I remember walking down the hallway thinking, oh, my God, this is going to be one hell of a fun night. And it's just beginning. This is probably, what, 10 o'clock local time. So, you know, it's in Las Vegas, man, 10 o'clock. Dude. The night is just beginning. And how could it not be, dude? We're going on a freaking club crawl. If you've never been on a club crawl in Vegas, I know they have it in Vegas. I think they have it in Miami. They have it in uh, whatever the college town is in Arizona. Take, Just pay the money and go on a club crawl. You'll meet a lot of amazing people. Have a great time. And uh, you know what, man? Sometimes you have no idea what will happen at the end of that. So we're walking down this, uh, and we, you know, we, we, I guess we're running slightly late because of the whole suit fiasco. Yeah, that's the right. The doo-doo suit, and uh, you know, we're like, let's let's get down there, let's um, let's get to this place, and let's get this party going. So uh, we get into the elevator, and uh, so we get into the elevator. <laughs> now keep in mind, two shots of Patron each, at least, and the door closes. And well, we uh, we get the idea. Um, first of all, let me let me preface this. Um, if anyone listening to this uh, does not watch WWE, uh, I recommend that you go on YouTube and look up the Millions of Dollars Dance. Uh, what's the tag team that did that? Um, that was uh, Titus O'Neil and Darren Young. Um, the primetime players. The primetime players. Yeah. So uh, if you don't know who that is, I would recommend you go to YouTube and uh, look up the Millions of Dollars dance. 
And uh, <laughs> we, in our uh, mildly stunk, drunken state of mind, said, you know what? This is Vegas. We're in an elevator. Let's do the millions of dollars dance. Yeah. I mean, I felt like a million bucks. You felt like a million bucks. What's, why not? So basically, the millions of dollars dance is kind of like, you know, you stand side by side, you interlock arms over each other's shoulders, and you sway back and forth, and you say, millions, millions of dollars, dollars, millions of dollars, millions of dollars, millions of dollars, millions of dollars. So, I mean, that sounds fun. That seems fun. Um, so we hit the first floor. We're probably on the 15th or 16th floor. It's going down. We get going. Millions of dollars. Millions, millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. And we're going to the 10th floor, we're heading down to the 9th floor, the 8th floor, and then stop, boom, the elevator stops. And we think, okay, hold on, hold on a second, maybe someone's getting on. But uh, no one ever gets on the elevator. And no one damn sure gets off the elevator. (laughs) The elevator's stuck on the 8th floor. And uh, you know it's stuck because you look through the cracks and you, all you see is like half floor and half wall. And you figure, oh, my God, this elevator's stuck. And you know what? Part of me was thinking, God, don't they manage their elevators? Don't they maintain this stuff? But part of me knew that the millions of dollars dance, which I don't understand, man. Las Vegas is on the West Coast. They get earthquakes. And I know you and I are, you know, we're not, we're not a buck twenty-five. You know, and at, at uh, that time, not anymore. Not anymore, at least. Not anymore, but I mean, dude, add us all up. Three hundred pounds of weight stopped that elevator in its tracks. Yeah, at that time, I would say three hundred pounds. Now, granted, the capacity on these elevators is three thousand pounds, and it stopped at three hundred pounds. <laughs> so we're in the elevator, and finally, when we realize the thing stopped because of what we did, we hit that call button. Um, and that lady's like, uh, hello, can we help you? And it's like, uh, ma'am, uh, we seem to be stuck in your elevator. Um, okay, um, we are, um, we are actually sending a maintenance crew up now. We see you in the camera and, uh, please stay calm. And it's like, I don't know, I don't know about you, dude, but, uh, you know, I realized, okay, they know where we are. We'll get out of here. The only thing I was worried about was missing this damn club crawl. Yeah. Yeah, because we were already late as it is, and going down the elevator, getting stuck, there was no way we were going to make the beginning of that club crawl. There was no way. Yeah, and the beginning of the club crawl is when everyone meets each other, you get loosened up. It's uh, it's actually a, a vital part of that thing, so I was pretty pissed that we were going to miss that. Dude, it's beer pong. Who the hell doesn't love beer pong? Yeah, yeah. Then the lady goes, you know, uh, you know, and this, I guess, was a it was a Saturday or something. So it's like uh, it's the weekend. So the elevator guy, um, you know, we have to call him in. He's on. I'm like, you, how do you not have an elevator guy on site? It's like, well, it's the one elevator guy that gets people out of elevators in all of Las Vegas. Really, lady? Are you serious? And so we're just sitting there stuck in an elevator wondering how the hell are we going to get out of here? And uh, we start talking to each other. The thing that kind of tipped me off to what may have been going on was when the lady said, we see you in the camera. I said, and uh, well, well, see, I'll be honest with you, man. When she said that, I was like, good. She knows we're here. So I, I don't know. I, I took comfort in that. 
But then, like I said, started thinking. She says, we see you in the camera. Jay, what makes you think that they didn't stop the elevator on purpose? You know, it's been close to seven years. And after seven years of thinking about this, at least a couple times a year since then, I am convinced that's what they did. I mean, the, those elevators have to be have to be uh, earthquake uh, safety enabled and things like that. So you would think two people shouldn't be able to stop an elevator. Yeah. So we're stuck in this elevator. And what, 35, 45 minutes have gone by? Probably close to an hour. Close to an hour has gone by. I'm going to tell you right now, in the whole time, I did not hear any maintenance work being done on this effing elevator. We were just stuck there. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, the elevator light turns on, and it starts taking us down to the lobby. And it's like, thank God, we're getting out of here. And we're going to, you know, if, if we rush down to this, to this uh, meetup point, we're going to start this club crawl on time. But as the elevator starts going down, it stops. And the doors starts, do not open. And it goes and takes us back up to the floor that we started on. And it's like, please, God, if it gets us up to that floor, just let the doors open. We'll get out. We'll take the stairs down if we have to. So the elevator takes us back up to what the fifteenth floor is where we were staying at? I think the fifteenth yeah. floor. Yeah. The elevator's open. And I swear to you, outside waiting for us, outside of the elevator, is a freaking rent a cop that if you've ever seen oh, what's that movie? Uh with um with uh It's that guy that dresses up like an ele- like a uh, like a rent-a-cop and he I think he's like doofy or doofus or something like that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I swear this guy looks just like him. So it's him and uh, I guess two two management guys from the hotel. Uh we step out. So we're we're like two bats out of hell coming out of that elevator trying to just get out of there after an hour and the guy's like, "Hold on, buddy. Um you know, just want to make sure everything's okay. Here's a couple of bottles of water. Why don't you sit down here, uh, you know, over here in the lobby uh, of this floor and uh, let's talk about it. You know, make sure everything's good. And we're just like, oh, God. And they're like, what What happened in there? It's like, hey, listen, we were uh, trying to make uh, go out tonight and the elevator stopped and we were stuck in there for an hour. I mean, this is ridiculous. And he's like, yep, yep. Um, okay. Um well, we were uh, reviewing the video, and uh, we saw some horse playing in the elevator, and I think what he said was, um, this elevator, <laughs> this elevator uh, maintenance, because they had to call a guy to come out there and all this stuff, you know, uh, wasn't because of an elevator malfunction, it was because of uh, user error, is what I think what he said. User error. <laughs> so at this point, at this point, I mean, you've seen Vegas movies. You've seen guys, you know, pull people out of casinos and stuff like that. I can I just mention that these two management guys looked exactly like Chow from The Hangover. <laughs> and the two management guys are just like uh, you know, we have to call a guy out here to 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 pull the elevator down. Um you know, unfortunately, um, we'll have to charge you, um, you know, for 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 this, uh, you know, this whole this whole ordeal. 
And we're just like, oh, my God. And I don't know about you, man, but I was thinking, let's just do what we got to do to just get out of this situation, um, especially, you know, if if what we did was so wrong. Uh, I didn't want them kicking us out of the hotel or throwing us in jail or anything like that. So I was like, all right, whatever you guys got to do, what is it, a $50 bucks char- a fifty charge? We'll do this. Let's get on to the club crawl. Well, here's the thing, man. So we go to the club crawl. We try to salvage the night. Obviously, this thing put a damper on the whole thing, man. Um, but uh, but two days go by, and it's time to check out, right? And so we uh, <laughs> we go down to the front desk, and we go to check out. And she's like, oh, how was your stay, guys? And we were like, yeah, it was great. It was great. You know, had a lot of ups and downs. But, hey, you know, we had a great time. <laughs> great time. Great time. And uh, she says, well, uh, uh, so far everything looks good here. And, oh, wait, something else is coming in. And her eyes just light up as if she'd just seen a deer in headlights. And uh, she says, well, you gentlemen actually do have a bill. And hands us a $600 elevator bill. Yeah, and the thing is, I I think (laughs) when we checked out, uh, she processed the room charge, right? And uh, before that, I don't know how that elevator charge came in, but it, it got, like you said, it faxed in a little bit later. But uh, but we thought we were in the clear. We, she was like, okay, gentlemen, I think we're good here. Uh, yeah. Well, hold on just a minute. And I knew, I knew as that thing was coming out of that printer exactly what that was. I just didn't know how much it was, but $600. Yeah. If anyone's out here listening, or for those who are out here listening, have you ever had a $600 elevator bill on your room tab? I'll tell you what. All I can say is, welcome to our life. Welcome to my life. Another one in the books, Johnny. Yeah. Three episodes down and a lifetime more to go. The Two Best Friends podcast is on a roll. Johnny, tell them where they could hear us. No. <laughs> huh? Tell them, come on, man. We're trying to finish the show here. Tell them where they could hear the Two Best Friends podcast. I said no. Dude, dude, what are you doing? This is your time to tell them where they could hear the show. We do it every single week. We're trying to close the show. Tell them where they could hear the show. I want a rematch. You want a you want a what? Don't be stupid. I want a rematch. Wait a second. Wait a second. Are you talking about Mitch Slap trivia? You want a rematch with me? What the heck else would I be talking about, Jay? I want a rematch, you stupid idiot. Alright, right, listen, listen. You want a rematch, pal? We'll do a rematch. You want to do a rematch next week? What are you going to do? You're going to watch Sports Center for a week and maybe figure out where the where the Mets play or something? Let's do it next week. And you know what? I'm going to slap you around again. Fine. Me and you next week right here. Mitch Slap Trivia. Dude, take it easy. Take it. Let's just close the show out. Could you just close the show out? You know what? You close the show out. What? Whoa, what are you doing? You figure it out, buddy. Oh, my. He's acting like a baby. All right. Well, let me just do this. You guys, listen to the two best friends. You can listen on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and remember our newest platform, TuneIn. Search 
two wo best friends that's the number two wo best friends also on twitter the number two wo best friends well i guess this means war next week so i guess i'll go ahead and just close it out when you're two wo you're two wo for life the preceding announcement has been paid for by two best friends